0: You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello, it's me, Alfie. You're listening to Alfie Pods Fantasy Footy. Yes, isn't it good to have the Premier League back? I am very much enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy international football. But, you know, there's no fantasy game to run alongside it. I mean, maybe there is, but I don't need another one in my life. But I just want to get back to the main one, which is Premier League. Premier League. And the Premier League, oh, some changes this week, wasn't there? Hmm. First nil-nil. There's a couple of one-nils, which hasn't happened yet. And it's got me thinking, is the football narrative about to turn? Are we embarking upon a new brief period of nil-nils and one-nils? Are the defenders suddenly going to take hold? Who knows? Mm, Not likely. But winter is coming. Winter is coming. As Jon Snow once said, didn't you, Jon? Yes, I did. There wasn't a very good impression, he kind of went to a different place there, accent-wise. I am babbling. But yes, today's show, of course, Will I Beat Magnus, all about FPL. I'm joined by Will, Matt, and Jordi. Now, with the edit, there may be some background noises. Uh, that is because we are warts and all, and that's Jordi's family making noise. But because they live in the Netherlands, it's kind of international and firm. So that's groovy. And they're probably just chilling out, just being cool and stuff. And I kind of like that. So that's what that is. And we had a few... Th- but look, this is it. This is what happens when you record over the internet. And, oh, uh, some of you may recognise that this podcast is longer than normal. Uh, I normally try to keep it down as close to 35 minutes as possible. But the lad said so much stuff that I thought was pertinent and worth listening to. So I kept it in. Okay, good. Let's get straight into the chat. We, are of course, going to start off by looking at our game weeks. And then that's when the uh, transfer juices start rolling in. FBO I wanna be champion Or at least I'm gonna be top 10 Now there's this guy who plays the best at chess If I beat him that's relative success Take it down now! Will I be Magnus? Or is this madness? Will I, will I, will I beat Magnus?
1: I got to know, I got to read that Magnus. I'm kind of embarrassed that Yardi's English is better than mine. (laughs) Is it? Is it really? Yes, it
0: It, really is, yeah. Do you want to hear something interesting, slash, not interesting? But when I do those little promo clips and I put the subtitles on, so then it comes up automatically. Yeah. And I'm always interested to know which English it prefers. And it really likes Matt. It really, it picks up on everything Matt says. And then Will talks, doesn't like Will, doesn't like me. Like any, anything Weird. English. Yeah. It's Irish. Maybe we're not speaking an Irish accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mate, it would save me so
2: much time on edit. That would. Uh, it's no problem for me. I mean, I'm going i
3: not going to try. I'm not going to try.
0: Gonna try. <laughs> Hi, Jordy. Hello. No, no more football for you. But your uh, your brother is now an official... A Premier League standard referee, or Eredivisie standard,
3: should I say? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's it's the highest league in Holland, so uh, you could say Premier League in Holland. It's called Eredivisie. But yeah, he's made his debut and he's done very well.
0: Okay, so what I want to know is, how did you become a footballer and he became a referee? Did he did he hate football?
3: No, he was uh, he went through the same academy as I did. When you get to the age of 18, 19, you need to make a choice. Do you stay a footballer? Or um, I think a couple of years before that, he he used to uh, be a referee just for small youth teams and he liked it. So he thought, yeah, why not? He could go. uh, He he thought he was doing well. So in the end, he he had to make a choice. You want to go, you want to stay a footballer or you want to become a referee? And he thought, uh, Referee was going to make him had yeah, the possibility to go further. Mm. He was a good footballer. He was a centre back, but it's not. Uh, he had, didn't have the qualities to to go pro or yeah to make a living out of it. Yeah, he made the choice, and he's twenty five now. So that's that's six Pretty seven good. years ago. Yeah, and he's made big steps along the way.
0: Fair enough. Uh, good luck to him. Good luck to your bro. Uh, Will, uh, how are you anyway? Did you have a good FPL weekend? Uh, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't particularly,
2: it was good. I mean, we started, I was delighted that Werner, you know, returned and got some points from him. Um, I didn't have Kane, but then as Werner got the same amount of points as Kane, yeah, that's all right. I had Son, uh, Havertz got a goal. Um, I had, you know, debated for ages whether I should start. Rodriguez or James at Chelsea. I thought maybe I thought, you know, James came on for Pulisic. I was thinking, okay, that mm. if James doesn't start, he probably won't come on because I've got some taking asps off. And then he comes on for Pulisic. So mm. that just made no sense to me. It was annoying. But in the end, it made no difference. What? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Don't go there. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, going into the deadline, I done one transfer. So I got Brewster in because mm. I felt that um, I felt that he's likely to start. Uh, certainly start more matches than he doesn't. I think during these COVID times, you need to have a, a bench. And I had Davis in that position from Aston Villa. And I also wanted to get more Villa players. So I didn't want to have, you know, a bench fodder being a Villa player. Right. So Brewster made a lot of sense to me. And then I had one, I had two free transfers, so I had one left. And then I was debating, I really don't like McCarthy's fixtures. I don't think he's going to keep a clean sheet in any of the next five or six games. So I was thinking, do I want to get Martinez? Because he's impressed. And I thought, oh. and then I didn't do it in a way because they were playing Leicester. And I thought, oh, Jamie Vardy would be, you know, he's pretty good. You know, he did concede two to Salah. And then, of course, Vardy doesn't play. And it's like, oh, okay. And Martinez gets nine points and McCarthy gets one. So that was a mistake. Hmm. And instead of doing that, I did um, Watkins for Adams because Adams had been getting chances, but he'd, he'd sort of fluffed them uh, or shot straight at the keeper or they'd been a great save. He, just, he wasn't getting enough points and of course, he gets eleven points yeah,
3: with an so assist and
2: goal against Chelsea. So that was just that backfired as well. And as usual, <laughs> I always captain the wrong player. So I went for Salah. Great, you got a goal. He didn't. Blank. That's brilliant. But you know, my other options were Son and Werner, who got thirteen points and sixteen mm-hmm. points. So
0: again, decent, but could have been better. So what? What were you, were you in this? You were above average, weren't you? You were what? Like in the sixty? 16- I was sixty-six points in the end.
2: So it's, it's you no, know, it's not bad.
0: That's all right. I mean, I've yeah, got 68, and I'm happy with 68. Anything above average, right? I was moaning with
3: 74. Yeah, but <laughs> you got high standards. <laughs> yeah, but it was mostly due to just what I, what, what I had planned to do. and Yeah, I finally ended up with uh, with the points from uh, Jimenez, eight. And uh, what was the last game of Sunday? I think it was the last one. So I got Martinez yes. with nine. So those were were good points, but... It started on Saturday when I I planned to do both Son and Kane in, and I went to Captain Kane, mm. but yeah, I didn't. So now you get in, a, you 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 see your game week going from a negative point of view, and then. But yeah, mate,
0: that's seventy. That's seventy four. Did you say that's good?
3: Yeah, seventy four is is more than decent, I think. But it could have been so much better. I benched uh, James Rodriguez for Brewster cost me three points. I, I should have bought Kane for Jiménez um, and I would have captained him. So that would have been, I think, somewhere around 10 points. I benched Gonza.
0: So, mm. yeah. But I won't complain. But to be fair, with that Aston Villa <laughs> fixture, I mean, uh, Leicester have put eight past Villa in the last two games they played them. So it's fair enough.
3: Yeah, but I don't... <clears throat> it's it's uh, based on this season... I don't think you can you can no. <coughs> depend on or, or rely on uh, previous games between two teams because it's all... Uh, I just gave advice to someone on, on, on FISO, Fizo was wondering about a certain transfer. And I said, based on this season, I'd go form over fixtures and, uh, wherever you go because Aston Villa look like getting a result against anyone. Everton look like getting a result against anyone. Spurs should have won against west ham simple as that
0: you could argue that west ham now look like they could get result against anyone yeah that's true that's true
3: so so he was uh, he was debating whether to to get rid of either inks or Jimenez. and i think yeah well inks looks better because wolves yeah i don't i'm uh, yeah they don't appeal to me to be honest i
0: don't i don't think they ever looked in doubt that victory for them I thought it was going to be 1-0 2-0 they got it so I don't know. But this isn't isn't it like their best start, Wolves, but yet they're still not sparkling. Uh Matt, you enjoyed your game week. Uh I don't I think you beat me and Will in those terms, but on the same levels as Jordi, who broke your heart the most? Was it Rian uh. Brewster, Chris Wilder or Mitrovic?
1: Uh, yeah, I think the two strikers uh, Bruce are not starting, and Mitrovic were just his nightmare game of missing a penalty and you know having three really great chances that he either missed or, or were saved. You know, I wasn't really expecting too much from the defense. You know, Dardie didn't play, so I had Mitchell's uh, subbing in against Brighton, who I, I did think would score. So I, I, as like I mean, I got five points in total from my defense. So. You know, I'm not really too miffed about that because I wasn't expecting much this week, defence-wise. But yeah, I mean, I had seven players who blanked in my team and, Mm. you know, came away with 71 points. So it was obviously just, you know, Kane's captaincy and Son, uh, Sterling, and then the goal from Salah made up the majority of those points. Looking at the team for next week, there's a couple of changes that I'd like to make because I don't know how much longer I can get away with not having the likes of Calvert-Lewin and... A few other players that mm. are quite highly owned
0: that price for Calvert-Lewin is rocketing up yeah it's
1: been it's... Mm.
0: so which changes you looking at then Matt
1: uh you're gonna laugh but I'm probably <laughs> not gonna be able to get Calvert-Lewin as <laughs> <laughs> soon as I'd like <laughs> um you know the, the, the thing is like we talked about last week I can't really free up the cash unless I make two or three transfers and you know, I'm probably going to wildcard soon, so I can get him in then. I think Mason Mount has to go for me. Um, You've been so, saying that for four weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, he's finally gone this week. He really, really is going. No, this are you week. sure? He's it. definitely No, sure. definitely. Yeah, he's definitely gone. Away to Man Do- United. probably not even going to start. So, yeah, I, I'm looking at two replacements. Um, I'm thinking either Phil Foden, who is always a kind of a rotation risk, but on his day can deliver some nice points. Or you uh, already's going to like this? I'm coming around to the idea. I wanted to, to ask
3: you. I want to ask you. Yeah,
1: I'm coming around to the idea of Ross Barkley because um, <laughs> you
3: but know, them- do, do you have the money for a double swap between Mitrovic and Mount to Barkley and Calvin Lewin?
1: No, I'm a couple of million off. I probably have to lose Doherty as well. So I may just do. I mean, Mitrovic is at home to Crystal Palace this week, um, so I could probably hold on to him for another week. Um, you,
3: you holding on to, uh, to Mitrovic uh, gives me a memory of when I was, uh, when I kept Kosselu from Newcastle United. <laughs> you remember <him> for,
0: <laughs> for
3: almost, almost the entire season. Believe it or not, I kept yeah. him for almost the entire season. But yeah. I, I think crazy. to be, um,
0: fair, I watched the Fulham game, Sheffield United. Sheffield United, obviously, I thought were quite lucky to get away with that. Fulham, I was quite impressed with their attacking yeah. quartet. like. Even
1: on has really transformed. Him. He was phenomenal. Had a great game. And
0: really uh, game. Mitrovic had, you know, another day would have scored. I think mm-hmm. Nguisa set him up and uh, he missed a penner, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Loftus-Cheek, it doesn't look like he can run anymore. Not at this stage. <laughs> but he's still got some nice touches. I was thinking, like, would you rather have a Sheffield United attack or Fulham? I think I'd take Fulham all day long but hmm. yeah, sure. definitely. And their defence is improved with that um, Man City it's probably lead came in. a bit in. of fitness with Loftus Cheek, isn't it? Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. Where's Will gone? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, terrible, so
2: I'm just turning the video off just to reduce the bandwidth. And okay, that. cool. I was
0: going to say, you said your piece. And then <laughs> turned it off. <laughs> Loftus Cheek, done. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen on your phone. Get you, get you right. There's two players I want to talk about. This that that involves all of us. What are we going to do about Reese James? Well, I've sold him. You sold already? him already? Yeah.
2: I was forced into it. I it's like I've you know my rule this season was just don't make early transfers. Wait because. There'll be information you get, there'll be players out you'll 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 miss out on um, it's more the information is worth more than moving early. And I decided to make an exception this week. and uh, the reason is we've got a Friday deadline, so don't miss out because of that it's the first Friday deadline of the season. No. We've got you know we've got some international matches, um, no international matches. we've got some European games, but I'm not too worried about the players I was looking at um, playing those European games. So, I think I'm probably okay. So, it's a training injury or COVID that could come up that might scupper my plans. I'm waffling a bit. The moves I did, and I was forced into it because of imminent price changes, was Doherty to Reg- Regulon, Reg, as I like to call him, and uh, James-, James to Chilwell because Chilwell was going up, Doherty was going down. I had to make the move. It was like a 0.2 swing. I think a lot of people are saying, you know, well, yeah, the Chelsea defense isn't good. You know, they're not going to get clean sheets. I'm not interested in Chelsea. One not get clean sheets. Well, to be honest, they're going. I reckon they're going to get ten clean sheets this season. Yeah. When they get their goalkeeper, that and they get Thiago in, so that's that's forty points. Chilwell looks so attacking. I mean, we all know how how good Alonso can be from that position. He looks like you know Chilwell is just getting into the box. I've been really impressed with him in his two matches so far. Um, you know, Reg has been fantastic for Spurs as well. He was the best left-back in La Liga last season. You can see he gets forward. Even when on his debut in the Carabao Cup against Chelsea, he made a mistake that allowed Chelsea to score. But he didn't put his head down. He kept going. And then by the end of the game, he provided the assist for Lamella to equalise. So he's got that grit. He's got steel. He's got energy. He's a really good player. And I just feel that he's more... I think Doherty will come back in in the next match. Um, He's a better defender than, than Aurier. Uh, so I do think he'll come back in, but I just feel Doherty's um, Reg is probably more secure in his position. You know, there's maybe a little bit of a question mark with Doherty and Aurier, and also price wise, he's cheaper. So I think that's that's why I've made all those moves in a very long good luck editing that kind of answer. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it.
3: Well, I, I, are you going to play both defenders? you bought then this week?
2: Yeah, I want, I, I mean, I'm getting real. It's called endowment bias, where I'm just like falling in love with my players and I don't really want to change anything at all. It's like, I really like my structure. I think I've got, you know, everyone's saying sell Trent. I'm not going to sell Trent. No. He's had nine shots, he's had nine, created nine chances, keep him. I've got Robertson in already. Brilliant. Mm. Delighted with him. Um, and then I've got now Reg and Chilwell. Um, I love that. I think that's a solid defense I want to play every week, especially for the next four or five fixtures for both uh, Tottenham and Chelsea. So, yeah,
3: very happy with that.
0: Mm. I think you should be, actually. I, I like that, Will. I like it. Uh, Jordi, what are you going to do about Reese James?
3: I think I'm getting, I'm, I'm able to put him on my bench again. I'm able to to just keep him for one more week, I think.
0: But there's something to, there's something to be said, because uh, I've, I'm lumbered with Rhys James as well. That was a poor decision I made two weeks ago, um, especially with size looking so good. And the other one I was going to get was Dallas at the time, because I think for that price, he's He's busy, involved in stuff. He could get a couple of goals. Anyway, so Rhys James, but there's an argument to be said that this week against United, uh, Lampard could go five at the back. He has done in the past.
3: Yeah, but do you want to play Rhys James then, even if you know he would play?
0: Well, I'd, I'd play Reese James uh, just for his attacking impetus against that Man United no-look defending thing they got going on, which is always quite comical. But I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there as an idea. I mean, I'm not convinced by it. I mean, I want to get rid know. of him, really. I, but I don't need to get rid of him yet like you, Jordi. I can afford to let it swing for another week. I just hope his price doesn't plummet.
2: Like Spurs, when uh, when we played them, and I thought one of the reasons Aurier played, you know, partly uh, Doherty had played the, the Thursday before, but also Aurier's speed against... You know, nice. The United have got those lightning fast attackers. Mm. So I would suggest that Aspeliqueter might be better at dealing with
0: that than than Rhys James. Oh right, dealing with the attack, the counter. Yeah, dealing with it. women. they have to defend as well. They're not just attacking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about Chelsea these days, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like your point about the goalkeeper coming back. I think that does change things. He looks quite sturdy, doesn't he? He's a bit like Nick Pope, I thought.
1: Matt, you keeping Doakerty. I mean, you know, the the two kind of last goals that uh well not the two last goals, the first two goals that Spurs conceded, they were kind of free kicks, um they started from free kicks from on Aurier's side. So I know he might may not have been directly at fault. Um I, I was only keep, kind of keeping one eye on the game. I wasn't paying attention to it as much as I probably should have. But um, you know, I noticed that the two free kicks that the goals, West Ham's goals resulted from. Um, They were over on that side that Aurier plays on So maybe Jose won't be Kind of too happy with The fact that they showed weakness on that side And might mix things up on that side Of the the, uh, team So yeah, I'm going to play him I mean, I don't really like my defence this week Again, um, probably Liverpool have the best chance Of a clean sheet, I think Um, You know, I have to play Double Southampton defence Which is, you know, asking for trouble and then my backup is Justin away to Arsenal for Leicester and uh, Mitchell who probably won't play if Van Anholt was back now uh, away to Fulham. So um, yeah, defence isn't great. I mean, I could wild card this week but I mean, I'm probably going to put uh, if I did wildcard I'd probably put um, double Liverpool defence in which, you know, in another week or so they're going to be playing Man City. Mm.
0: Um,
1: you know, they have some tricky enough games coming up. They've Leicester and Man City and stuff. So yeah, I um, I think I'll just be a bit patient and kind of hope that my defence can bail me out maybe one more week and just kind of focus on getting rid of uh, the likes of Mason Mount, um, who's been, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, kind of struggling the last few weeks. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to do that. I think I'll just get rid of Mount, maybe go to Barkley um, because, uh, yeah, I watched the game. I know Barkley's goal was probably a bit fortunate, you know, a long-range strike, but... Putting that aside, you know, throughout the game, he looked quite sharp. He kind of looked like the Ross Barkley from Everton where he was kind of making central runs into the box, getting forward, being involved in the attack. And, uh, you know, we've, we've yet to see if um, he'll be on penalties when, when, if Aston Villa get a penalty. So that that could be an added bonus, you know. And, you know, he's 5.9 million. He, he's probably going to rise tomorrow. So I'm holding off as much as I can to see if there's any injuries, you know, for Chelsea or United tonight. Hopefully he doesn't rise tonight so I can get to see the City game and Liverpool uh, tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to free up a million cash and then maybe next week I can, if Doherty looks to be an issue, I might be able to get rid of him and use the extra million to get Calvert-Lewin in somewhere. Um, maybe for Mitrovic. So, yeah, yeah so that's the don't plan. Don't give
0: up on Mitrovic yet, mate. Just <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, he's staying for Palace anyway
0: yeah he should do it. He should. he's due a goal mate he's due a goal for sure hey so what about Ross Barkley then what are we looking at his total for this season his best season I think it was in 2015 2016 he scored 8 goals 9 assists and that got him about 158 points so is that realistic or are we looking at more uh, I don't know a 2013-14 season 6 goals and forces 112 points Jordi what do you think
3: I think it's realistic uh Eight goals is, is you could easily get eight goals, I think, especially if he's if he's on pens. Well, nine assists, yeah. I mean it's it's I I don't like I never like to do an estimation on how many points a player could get for the entire season. I mean, I look at a couple of game weeks. Do you want to yeah. get a player for a couple of game weeks? Not I don't get a player because he's able to get more than three hundred points or more than two hundred fifty points. That's yeah, that's not that's not the way I think. But I, I think Barkley is capable of getting double digits in, in either goals or assists. I mean, if he could get both, then it would be terrific value at, <laughs> at 5.9. But yeah, still, 5.9, if I had a spare transfer left, he would have been in. Uh, I think, and I I still, I'm quite disappointed in myself for not just picking him instead of Pulisic last game week I mean it's easy to say in hindsight because he scored a goal but I've been saying it for two weeks now and I I, I really want him now I I had to to look for a replacement for, for De Bruyne and yeah it would have seen like five million in the bank I went for Pulisic and I saw the Chelsea game and I was quite disappointed that I didn't go for for Barkley. You still haven't got my new side then? Barkley, no, no, no. <laughs> I can't. Well, like, I've already made my transfers for this week. Like I said, if I had a spare transfer left, mm. I would have brought him in for Pulisic.
0: Pulisic already, but you just. But isn't he meant to be like um, Chelsea's number 10? He's meant to be like their main driving force moving forward. Like they're going to build the team around him or something.
3: Yeah, I I, I actually wasn't that impressed by Chelsea. Havertz, I wrote down something about Havertz. I don't think he's still up to speed yet. He scored a goal, but everyone uh, would would have scored that goal. Uh, I don't think he was uh, threatening at all. And Pulisic played actually quite deep for my liking. Last season he was he was really used as a winger to 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 play alongside Chiru, or uh, Abraham, or whoever was playing up top, and he he cut inside and he got into penalty area. But I haven't looked it up yet. But I think his his final third touches were very low against Southampton. He was uh, when Southampton had the ball, he was he played very deep. So yeah. immediately or during the game already, I was thinking, yeah, it's. It's easy to say that I made a made a mistake by getting him, but I didn't like the way uh, he was he was he was uh, set up by Lampard, or I don't know what was in his mind.
0: It's funny that Chelsea side, isn't it? Because you kind of feel it would benefit from having the guile of uh, Olivier Giroud there, like a real sort of like central post where everyone can yeah. play off. And uh, and I kind of understand a playing Werner down the middle, but uh, you just think. Giroud could be the one player that makes all the other players tick. but I I'm know. actually
3: always saying, I always said that Giroud is very is underestimated, is what you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like him. Makes he's a such a good yeah. team player. Well, he's he good can... enough to
0: play for France, isn't he?
3: So. Yeah, no, but I mean, it, that says a lot. Yeah. But he makes other players tick. Yeah.
0: Thick, did you say?
3: Thick or... Th- th- I, I, don't think, that, I don't know. That kind of know. sounds
0: kind of sexy in English.
3: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> Will's not here.
0: What do you mean? What <laughs> <laughs> do you think he turned his video off? Um, yeah.
3: So, Will, you were listening all the time when I was talking about Chelsea. I
2: mean, I'm, I'm always listening. I'm always listening, Jordi. I've got, I've got microphones everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, your Chelsea point's good. I think Pulisic might, is still a good buy. It will take him maybe a week or two to get up to speed. Yeah, he'll, yeah, probably, sure. he'll probably move back to the left now if uh, ZX going to play. So I think that'll help him. And I thought he made one or two, you know, he tried to get one or two runs into the middle. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't I wouldn't be as um, despondent as you, but I agree. Barkley, he looks incredible value. Uh, I know this is uh, another move I was thinking was, do I go for Watkins or do I go for, for Barkley? Because with two transfers, I could have shifted to a five-man midfield. Uh, and got Barkley instead of Watkins. So I went with Watkins because I felt that you know if you look at the goals against Liverpool, he was the one who scored early. He was the, and he was taking up good positions. And I think even against uh, even at the weekend against Leicester, he still took up good positions. But he was just very well marked by Johnny Evans, so he never quite got free, and the balls tended to be more cut back. So I'm still okay with Watkins. I think he'll he'll get into good positions and he'll, he'll get goals. But Barkley just looks as you say yeah. yeah if he's taking penalties he's kind of making those runs from deep um which could be very effective against Leeds as we saw uh you know Lundstrom I think you were pointing out a couple of weeks ago had chances for for Sheffield United making those runs from deep so he could do very well this weekend again
0: hello I'm interrupting yes sorry about that I just wanted to check that you're all right and you've got a cup of tea you got everything you need good 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 Still to come, Yordi is going to talk on some hop-on-hop-off strategy, which is something i never heard before. But this is what this podcast is all about. Learning, learning and enjoyment, of course. And some maybe some laughter. (laughs) And, of course, captaincy choices. And loads of just chat about football. Now, if you do want to get in touch with me, don't forget, uh, AlfpodsFF on Twitter. Or you can email me all the information is on uh, the blurb. And if you have questions for the lads, if you have questions for the lads, you can just post them to me and I will ask them. And it doesn't matter what it is. Honestly. Now, I'm going to get back to enjoying my beach. You get back to enjoying the podcast. See you at the end. Okay, chaps, here's a question for you. This game week, do I bring Kane in Or do I bring Salah in? Kane or Salah? Salah or Kane? Kane or Salah? Will?
2: Well, I'm on uh, Salah and I've got Son as well. So I'm not too... I mean, yeah, I'd like to have Kane. But um, I'm pretty happy with uh, Son, Salah and Werner as my kind of three pricier
0: players and our captain, Salah. Yeah, so my point being is like, do I need to get on Harry Kane? I mean, is he going to be the overall... Yes, like he is going to be Matt. Yes. You like so you take Kane over Salah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, if you were uh, me,
0: because I tell you why. Because my forward line at the moment is Calvert Lewin, Ings, and Jimenez. We know the audience doesn't like Jimenez. But, uh, but yeah,
3: uh, I already transferred him out so you could say whatever, yeah,
0: exactly. So, my point being is my midfield is where it's weakest, and I think Will was saying, you know, you trade out your weak spot. So, in theory, I should put Salah in, and I mean, Ings and uh, Jimenez have good fixtures come up, so I don't know. What do you think? Yeah,
1: just from a risk point of view, you know, you should probably not have your eggs in one basket and maybe go with Salah. I mean, whoever you bring in, are you going to capture, captain either of them? Are you going to captain Salah? Or if you bring him in and likewise, Kane?
0: Well, Son is my current captain. Uh, okay. That can obviously change.
3: That's not exactly what he
1: asked.
3: No, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm, I'm
0: doing what they what they say. I'm avoiding the question. Uh, yeah. I haven't thought that part. But, Salah's a new choice for me because I was always going to go for Kane. And then I was either going to bring in midfield because I've got, got to get rid of Jota at some point. He's my weak spot. Uh, Barkley. Greenish or Barkley. Alternatively, take a few hits and get a 4.5 in and bring Salah in. But then I lose yeah. out
3: on Yeah. The,
1: the the reason I kind of say it is because I think, you know, the way Sheffield set up, I think could be a bit of a problem for Salah. Um, you know, and the Stevens, uh, especially in the international side, he's capable of playing you know, left wing back, um or kind of in a left centre back role. So, you know, Sheffield might double up in that area to try and nullify Salah. You know, whether they will is another question. But um, you know, I, I don't think it'll be a huge scoring game. I think Sheffield, you know, I, I, I maybe they're not the team that they were last year. You know, we haven't seen it at the start of the season, but I think they've definitely got the capability of kind of digging their heels in and grinding Mm. out a low-scoring
0: game. They stay in games, don't they? They do stay in games.
1: But I mean, whereas with Son and Kane, since they've come back, there's just been a kind of a chemistry there that, you know, you kind of see in teams every now and then, like a few years back with Liverpool, you know, between... um, Suarez and Storage, you know everyone was saying like, who am I going to get between Suarez and Storage? whereas the sensible option was to just get the two of them because between the two of them they had such good chemistry they were scoring points mm. nearly every game week and just made sense to have the two of them. Whereas I, t- I, kind of get that feeling from Son and Kane. There definitely seems to be a an on pitch chemistry between them. They, especially with Kane, you know, he just looks like a completely different person. Like you know, going from a player who got very few assists last season to turning into like Andrea Pirlo overnight. Yeah. Like, um, his vision looked really good. He knows he seems to know where Son is going to be moving in that first forty five minutes for Spurs. I was thinking, you know, with Van Dijk City not maybe uh, in the off the mark at the moment, you know, could Spurs win the putting a, a challenge for the title, and then the second half happened. So, <laughs> will it's
3: getting sweaty hands now?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I saw West Ham getting one back, and I, I kind of part of me was thinking, "Oh, here's the comeback," you know. And I didn't really believe it, you know. I really didn't think they were going to get the draw, and they probably shouldn't have. I, I didn't look at the XG or the stats afterwards, but you know, geez, that Lanzini strike was something else. Was um, quality, West Ham had even
3: higher X, XG, I think. Yeah, West Ham really, had higher yeah. XG
1: wow. Yeah. wow. Okay, right. Wow. Well, yeah. Um I wasn't expecting that. I think
3: that. it was like 1.7 for Spurs against 1.9 for West Ham or yeah, something. Yeah, that's
2: right. It was a point mm. two, no point two difference.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: okay.
2: But that's also a consequence. You look at Kane's goal, uh, for instance, the second one, um, that's that's not a high XG shot. I mean, that's got you know, that's outside the area. The headers are never going to be particularly high XG. Um yeah Sons maybe was the highest xG of the other three goals and yeah we didn't have too too many other shots apart from that i would say yeah,
1: but yeah I
3: think Kane mean, hit the post as well but was a hard shot too yeah, yeah. i think yeah. Bills, I Bills, Bills should have scored maybe that Bales was, was probably the highest xG, XG
2: chance yeah, yeah you're right you're right yeah
1: that's what the, when Kane took that shot that kind of just clipped the post you know it was in kind of such a, a position in the pitch where you weren't really expecting them to shoot and I think that only comes from like a kind of a confidence that when, when
3: it's just, food as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know, already might be able to give more insight, but I, I think when a striker is, you know, confident, they probably just feel they can, yeah. you know, they, they have that ability to just shoot from a lot That's of places true. on the pitch that they didn't think they could shoot from and, you know, be confident that they can at least get it on target or cause some sort of problem for the goalkeeper. So does um, this,
0: sorry to interrupt Matt, but like, So I was watching the game, then I had to go, had to go and do a gig, so I I can only listen on the radio. And then it normally cuts out when I get on the underground London Bridge, right? And just as it is cutting out, West Ham scored, which was great in terms of my draft league, because my opposition had Spurs defender. And then obviously I found out 3-3, the other side. Bale had just come on, and Will, we mentioned before about... The possibility, not not probability, but possibility that Bale could upset the apple cart. I mean, you obviously will know more about me when it comes to Spurs. What's your thought on Bale? And why aren't we talking about getting him in, knowing that he's fit?
2: Well, I don't think he actually did upset the apple cart. I think he probably, it looks like it's going to work very well with the three of them, if I'm honest. I think he's just unfit at the moment. And he saw like he missed, he should have scored that chance. He did yeah. really well to create that chance. Um, but a bit like Kane, actually, against West Ham and Project Restart, who who did score, uh, but he was sort. Of, he, he ended on the ground and he was puffing. I mean, Bale was puffing after after that match. He'd just done a he had done a sprint to get up the other end, but he was he's not fit yet. He's nowhere close to being match fit. I think once you see him fit, um, and it may take two, three, four matches before he gets fully up to speed. I think then we'll see the best of him um but I know I think he'll he'll add to it I mean if you look at the you know he was Son played the ball to Kane when Kane hit the post and Bale had done a run across which kind of made a bit of space I think they can all they can work well together as a three I don't think um there was only one point I think when Kane and uh, sorry Bale and Son sort of made converging runs for the same ball um but I'm sure they'll work that stuff out
0: Tatties truck, tatties truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics. It brings me luck and you will suck. you don't have a truck. Now, Jordi, you were thinking about you were talking about hop on, hop off strategy. Earlier, uh, you mentioned it to me. Uh, You've been looking at like Kane and Son and having the same team and their potential fixtures coming up later on in the game weeks.
3: Yeah, I was just uh, I was just mentioning uh, salaris for me. a set of forget for the rest of the season. Um, and I think we've discussed uh, Harry Kane enough already, uh, but I've i brought him in for for Jimenez. And Kane, for me now, like Salah, is also a set and forget for the rest of the season because I just think he's the he's the best option out of this first place, even with the uh, with the price difference. Because for me, he feels safer to be captained. I also mentioned the, the difference between form and fixtures, but I think for for Tottenham, there's a quite a fixture shift coming in uh, game week. 10, I think. Game week nine, I think it is. Yeah, game week nine. They get City, Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool in four out of five game weeks. And I don't think I want to uh, to have both Son and Kane for those games, even uh, considering the form they're in, which could be over by then, of course. But like I said, I prefer to, to have Kane over Son. And that's when I want to check out the, the, the fixtures for the upcoming seven, eight game weeks. So I was thinking I'll keep Song for three more weeks, which gets me Burnley, Brighton, and West Brom, of course. And then I'd like to switch to Rashford for their uh, game against for the United game against West Brom at home in in game week nine. And then from Rashford to Sterling in game week ten. And, and City have Burnley, Fulham, and West Brom at home in three or five game weeks at a time, which gives me quite a couple of very decent fixtures from Premier players. So I was I was thinking about the hop on hop off strategy. Do you guys plan uh, forward that long for for premium players? Or uh, I mean, I heard Would- Will saying, "Yeah, has a set and forget for me as well."
2: I just want to pick you up on something, Jordi. Uh So you said at the beginning you were giving advice to somebody on FISO that you should pick players in form. Yeah, yeah. You've now just outlined a strategy of picking yeah. players for fixtures.
3: Yeah, but I've, but for me there's quite a difference between premium players and non-premium players uh, considering former fixtures. Because you the dogs, dogs disagree, you, <laughs> Yeah. Jordi, <Yeah. laughs> no, no, you, gonna... <laughs> you've just said something that those dogs
0: do not like. So whatever it is. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> no, because um, it's it's like when you when you consider picking defensive players, when you pick premium defenders, you don't... Yeah, I'm not sure how I can... I can uh, articulate, or
0: yeah, yeah, you you chose the most difficult word to describe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to articulate my words.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, you can not use that word, When, when right. you when you when you pick uh, uh, four point five defenders uh, at the start of the season, you're you're going to look at rotation. You want to you want to pick up the best possible fixtures. Yeah. So what I said on Fazo was it was not about defenders, of course, but it was from players from those teams. Like Fulham, Brighton, Wolverhampton, Southampton. You want to own those players when they have decent fixtures at the start of the season. And for Premier players, I think it's it's different. I don't know why. I don't know. Probably because they have uh, games like Burnley and Fulham. They have the ability to haul. And, and when you own Son for four, I I know he's in form, but you won't get a hat trick out of Son against Arsenal or Chelsea. I think.
1: Yeah, there's there's less. It's less likely anyway. Yeah.
3: I mean, of course, Jimenez uh, uh, is, is is more likely to score against Newcastle than against City. But based on mm. this season, those players, I think it's it's just maybe it's just a hunch. Maybe I'm not explaining myself very well. But I I, I was go I, I was already thinking someone's going to 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 pick up and to pick on me. Yeah, nice one, Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not. I don't mean it that way. But <laughs> no, no, no,
0: that's fine. I think um, it's good to get this
3: discussion going.
0: It's good because uh, for me, a perspective coming into FPR, it's good to hear all the strategies and all the terminologies. What what was the one you used? Stay and don't pay or (laughs) something? Stay and don't move. What was the one you used for Salah and Kane?
3: Set and forget. Set and forget. forget. I mean, that's, <laughs> that sounds like something the,
0: the g- local government would go around to schools and give out leaf bullets and say, don't forget kids, set <laughs> and forget. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, personally, I look at fixtures and then I try and do blocks of fixtures. This is not necessarily for FPL, but other formats, but slightly different on draft because you make your transfers earlier and all that stuff. But football yeah. changes, doesn't it? Now, we've only got about less than 10 minutes to go. So let's do the captaincy, and I'm meant to do a gig tonight, so I do have to go as well run over. All right, so let's do captaincies. Matt, do you want to lead the line? Who are you going with? Yeah, um, I'm on Kane again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why <laughs> I asked, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kane again. So, uh, I mean, yeah, of course, Salah is a great option. Um, I just have my doubts about how many Liverpool are going to score against Sheffield. Uh, United, um, they're a very tricky team. Um, and even just on that note about um, form and fixtures, I, I, I want to bring in Aguero soon uh, now that he's fit. But the funny thing is, I'm looking at the fixtures and I see Man City playing Sheffield United away, and I'm going, "Oh, I don't want to bring Aguero in for that." Mm. But then I look at City at home against Liverpool, and I'm like, "Hmm, I might bring him in for there," which is strange because. Yeah. But, you know, with Van Dijk being out all of a sudden, I'm thinking, is Liverpool going to be that tough of a fixture? I- even playing home and away, like we've touched on, with no crowds, is there an advantage there? You know, there's certain players I wouldn't have touched um, if they were away to a certain team, whereas if they were home, I might have considered them. Maybe I should throw that uh, kind of ideology out the window now, um, this season. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know Kane is away to Burnley, but I-, I really like the attacking form of Spurs and... Yeah, I'm just going to, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to roll the dice again with Kane.
0: Right, you're going to roll the dice with Kane. I'm going to ask Will, and I'm pretty sure he's going to say Salah. Will, who are you captaining? (laughs) (laughs) Werner. Werner. Yeah,
2: Werner against Man United is really the standout fixture from my (laughs) team. No, no, it's Salah against Sheffield. I disagree with uh, slightly on um, Matt's view of Sheffield. I think there is still. I think they're still getting up to speed. I felt that second half, Fulham were very good against them. And Fulham can be good. I think they're possession-type team, and they, they, they started creating more chances against them. They don't, look, they don't look quite right yet to me, Sheffield United. And I think Salah's looked pretty sharp. So despite the fact Liverpool maybe as a whole aren't doing as well as they should be, certainly not doing as well as they should be, but Salah's looked pretty sharp. So oh, That I'm finish,
0: I'm that happens. goal...
2: He scored. He yeah, scored. he was, he was standing
0: around waiting for a bus and then suddenly a the ball came and we just volleyed <laughs> it
2: in. Yeah. <laughs> no, so he's he's my captain without a doubt. I was just quickly away from the captain. A couple of points I was just gonna make. Yordi uh, idea of getting Rashford in, I was looking at that as well, and I completely agree. Uh, I would also agree with Yordi's policy of getting, you know, premiums are fixture proof to an extent. Um mm. I think that's I think that's true. I agree with that. But Rashford's stat for a stat from From last season, Rashford had a big chance every uh, 91 minutes, which doesn't sound like much, but that's you know that's that's more frequent than any of the other United attackers. I think Fernandes was on like uh, 130, and he was taking pens. So Rashford underperformed last season. He's a really I think he could be a really good value pick once, uh, it's, especially with good fish. It's team.
3: what I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, don't pick Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> just,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you think I should be getting in Rashford this week then? No.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no, no exactly. That's what I think. If you, if you, if you don't, if you don't have Kane and Salah, then you should not get yeah. Rashford. You've yeah. Got, yeah. Should, yeah you You've got, got other priorities. priorities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good. No. I like it. Glad yeah. I'm just checking, just checking. Uh Jordi, very quickly, <laughs> captaincy before it kicks off and then let, yeah, before it kicks off in your household.
3: Everything, I will copy everything what Will said about the captaincy. Salah. You're
0: going Salah? No
3: doubt.
0: Oh, see, now yes. I want Salah. In. I might leave Kane this week, Matt. I might leave it. I know, Fair right?
3: <laughs> I, 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 did, I didn't say Kane is a poor choice.
0: No, I don't. I just I just think, for it's like going back to what Will said about strengthening the weakest part of your team. And for me, my midfield is very light
1: my tech's quite heavy so yeah. well, well look I mean you can only get one of them and you know at the end of the week if it? like let's say you get one let's say you get Kane and halls, and you know and vice versa who are you going to be kicking yourself more about if you don't get like kind of be, I'd be thinking about it that way because at the end of the day you can only get one of them so you, you know you're going to have to miss out somewhere if you think both are going to do well so who do you who, like, while, basically who do I who's damage limitation basically
3: who would you who would you, who would you like to have long term which you have yeah, well? Well, yeah.
0: actually, yeah. Well, what if I do get Kane in? I think uh, I wouldn't be able to get Salah, but I'd be able to get two uh, higher, higher render players. I could get like two yeah, 1. 1. because it's one point
3: four
0: cheaper. Yeah, but rather than like if I got Salah, I'd have to have another midfield four point five. That means I'd have three midfielders at three four point five, and I think that's one too many. I'd much rather have someone who around the six mark, like Ross Barkley maybe. You could chip him with goals. If you can get 150 points... It won't
3: be long season. around the six mark, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: anyway. Not after I
1: transfer him into me.
0: One other quick point I wanted to make
2: is uh Richarlison is not playing for, what, three games? I think I'm right yep. in saying? Rodriguez, penalties? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep, or Calvin <laughs> Lewin. I think so my, my make money sure is on I'm, yeah. It's, it's going
1: to happen this time. Okay, I was so going to you- say this time you're telling me McCarty penalty save for me this week Will yeah?
3: No Fraser Forster will have come on by then because McCarty the caused <laughs> the, the penalty
0: Good I like it Right we might as well finish that then
3: <laughs> I'm disappointed we couldn't talk about Kilman Oh yeah Oh yeah. man man just gonna yeah.
2: run. <laughs> Do you think he's a legit option You No ready?
3: I was going to ask you guys. Yeah,
2: he's not a legit option. Let's, let's, let's not let's long term. Out.
3: There are too many question marks. No. Yeah, 4.0 I, playing for a walls walls defense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think Soyce looks a better option now. Even Kilman or no Kilman, because With I mean, Soyce got chance. Yeah, well, I mean, Soyce got chances from left wing back there. I mean, he had a goal disallowed, and then even at centre back, he's getting two or three chances a game. So it doesn't really matter where he's playing. He's, he he looks nailed to start. Yeah, you know whether what position that is, he's still getting chances.
0: Yeah, so hear that, Jordi, Hear that. Nail to
3: start they're, Maybe they're going to get results in the coming two game weeks But after I'm not tempted by Wolf players mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I got that out before the minute yeah. but, before the I minute. mean look if
1: he's going to play He's a nice 4 million replacement for Mitchell Now that uh, Van Aanholt is coming back So yeah. even if it's short term You know nothing to lose really
0: And then we have another podcast for another game week. Yeah, well, well, it's game week six now, isn't it, this week? Yes, indeed. Uh, Like I said, it was a bit longer than normal, but I really enjoyed what the lads had to offer. I always enjoy what they have to offer, actually. And uh, I'm learning week by week, as I hope you are. Or if you're not learning, you're just enjoying it, that's fine. Uh, Kilman is interesting, isn't it? The Wolves, young Wolves lad he got mad in the match the other day. His points haul for his 4 million is very good, but you kind of feel with Marcel coming back into fitness, he's going to slot onto the left, and then Sais will go back to centre half. But we'll see if he stays in the team. That could be a good pickup. Uh, I have just picked up Barkley myself. I know it seems a bit cliche the fact that we talked about Barkley, and but you know that price, um, it's not shouldn't be sniffed at too much, should it? Really, I mean, if he's going to play and be in and be active in all attacks and stuff. That's good. Uh, the other one I look at is Kane, obviously, but I'm worried about Kane's paper ankles during European games and stuff like that. So I'm holding off on that. Might take a hit. And Salah, I might leave Salah. Not forever. Just let's see if we can get points elsewhere. So pricey. But brilliant. Yeah. And he doesn't get injured, does he? Let's face it. Good. Good luck, everyone. Game week six. Get in touch with me. If you want to say hi. If you don't want to say hi, you don't have to. If you want to get in touch with me, psychically and say hi. You can do that. Oh, hi. Someone just said hi, psychically. Very good. See you next week. Or is this madness? Will I, will I, will I be Magnus? I got to know, I got to read that Magnus.